How bad is how bad's my audio? No, your audio is okay? fine. That's the, the thing that uh, I think is really crazy is how good iPhone audio naturally is, or just, I got, I'm sure, more than just iPhone. But iPhone audio, there's a phenomenon going on with it that's crazy where it's got software interacting with its um, audio processing that's obviously smart software, smarter than an audio engineer settings could ever be. It's obviously intelligent. Um, and I've been noticing the way that the sounds and the processing occurs in like Skype over the years and stuff. So I know it's these proprietary algorithms that are actually processing the sound on these devices that make it sound good in a way that what you capture on iPhone is a lot better than if you just take a cheaper or maybe even a nicer microphone and then uh with that's that just doesn't do it as good as the iPhone a lot of times I'll get drum recordings and I just wind up pulling it off the phone and using it because it it does so, it I don't know what it does but I'm the audio engineer that should be able to take a room mic and make it sound better but a lot of times that phone sounds better and part of it is the psychoacoustic effect of getting used to the iPhone sound because it captures so much of our world and controls the smart output of the way we listen to it on a speaker in AirPods. So you, you're actually, your brain now perceptually is hearing iPhone sound in the same way that's comfortable and familiar in a way that we've, you're used to. We've like trained it. You trained it, exactly. So they've trained you to think what they give you sounds good and it fucking sounds good with a, with AI, algorithmic. So you're getting the sound experience that from my point of view seems wrong, like uh, like something must be off here because how could it be that big or that boomy or that spacey that with that microphone or with that little speaker? That, like I know the acoustics of that don't match up to reality. It's like, there's voodoo happening there. And part of it is your brain is receiving the signals and in, in, interpreting it. You know, like you hear a beatboxer do beatboxing. There's no bass there. Yeah. But if you, you you hear it as bass because you know what that rattly sound he's doing does. Like, you know it means bass. And so to you, you just hear bass when somebody beatboxes more than's really there. You know, same yeah. effect. And, so. Well, with audio, with the spatial audio and the, you know, uh, just kind of goes into the oculus and virtual reality too you know uh apple has figured out how in their little cameras on their phones how to figure out everything from you know uh aperture uh an automatic aperture setting and then they even have you know the 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 bokeh the you know the the fake the fake bokeh from a lens you know that's mm -hmm. uh the, the portrait mode yeah you know they make and, it blur or something yeah, they blur. They, so they they blow your portrait of your kids to make it look like it was taken in a professional, yeah. you know, setting with your iPhone. Yeah. And really, that's just like a, it's a filter. You see some webcams used now where you can, you know, filter out the background where it's a little blurred, you yeah. know. But like your your iPhone isn't only doing this audio thing anymore. It's also and it's smart uh, other smartphones too, not just iPhones, but you know, smartphones in general. They're they're figuring out what professionals like me do. For a living, they're figuring out how to do it in like that, but yeah. they, you know, because you got to you got to have your ISO, which is like your film your film rating. Mm -hmm. uh, back in the day, when you actually had to put film in the camera, you had to determine like, okay, if you're going to be inside, you want like a higher ISO, like That's ISO four hundred. Yeah, it's like a film. film it's speed. like the film speed. Like we used to get four hundred or eight hundred if it's going to be fast moving stuff on the little cameras right. in the eighties. Yeah, or whatever. Right, because yeah. you would you would want also uh, a faster shutter speed uh, capability for whenever you're doing like you know sports when you're mm -hmm. photographing sports you want to shoot it at a higher speed so you're not getting any motion blur too. 
you know? So like, right, right. That's uh, what I was thinking of it as that no motion blur. If you're doing sports, you got to have a higher yeah. speed can't, uh, film. And now they're also figured out like shutter speed too. You can adjust your shutter speed now on your camera to actually shoot at 30 seconds on your smartphone in, in the camera app itself. Like, and you used to not be able to do that. It would just be all full automatic, but like they're, they're adding like manual modes in there. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's simulated not, stuff though. Like you don't need the long lens to get the blur. It just processes the information in a raw sense and shortcuts to the mm-hmm. outcome. Yeah. Yeah. But, and you don't need a big speaker to get the bass anymore. Weird. We, you know, like that, yeah. that's like a big deal. Like I don't think people really, you know, it's like if I'm a, I'm an audio guy and speakers, you know, have always mattered and power and amps and watts or yeah. whatever. But I mean, the experiences I'm having now, partly due to culture and the technology and the processing and all that. I mean, I'm having those experiences with the tiny little speakers and an in ear or, or an AirPod yeah. or 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 even my that speaker. Somehow, I'm have I'm. You know, and that's really, it's almost disturbing, but it's really exciting if you can kind of embrace it and just like take a deep breath and, and yeah, like, you know. Well, it's like, uh, I'll get on my Oculus and my son, my son really ventured out into um, a couple different games. He found this, something called like Gorilla Tag or something like that. Gorilla Tag, where, is, 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 um, somebody was telling me about that recently. So tell, yeah, I'm interested. Tell me about that. He's, he's climbing around trees and they're actually playing tag, but like it's with other kids. On also there, you know, so he's on my Facebook account playing on my Oculus, but like he's playing with other kids on their parents' accounts too, but they can have their own like login or something like that, right? But like uh-huh. it's actually in a world where he can roam the world and 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 like interact with people, real people, and in avatars, real, time. real real yeah. people in real time, and like. Uh, I heard him. I heard him, and I heard this little kid yell, "Shut the fuck up, mom!" <laughs> like, oh, like, wow. I, like I just heard this like seven year old kid tell his mom to fuck off. You know, like that is crazy because that's an interaction that we would see on like reality television. Yes. But like my son had to sit there and process what just happened. Thirteen years old with me, and I heard him hear it because yeah. the Oculus is not quiet. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then my five year old daughter is sitting there wondering what just happened and like all of that just went Holy down shit. in like in like real time uh-huh a real you know? the, okay so okay it, that's a huge like very huge leap from what people are th- if they're not had the experience you're talking about i've had it um maybe it doesn't affect other people as much as it does me i don't know but it if you just heard, if, if before I did VR, I heard you say that, I'd be like, yeah, I know there's comments on the internet and people, you know, that's what are you talking about? Chat room. That's what it's always been like somebody, you know, it's just even, you know, but we know that online comments have started to actually matter to us more, you know, in a way like yeah. they've become to start to feel more and more real over time where it, was, they, mm-hmm. it used to feel like they didn't even online comments didn't matter, especially if a chat room 20 years ago, it's like, well. It's the most well, yeah. easiest thing to ignore. Okay. It's a, yeah. Now we feel that the comments matter and stuff like that. But still, when I hear people talk about stuff like that, the way you're just talking, it's like, yeah, I heard kids saw a comment or watched a video he shouldn't have watched. Okay, whatever. I'm saying no. What you're describing there is a completely, completely new, very real experience of being in the physical... The experience is you are physically with another person, and then the social discomfort is 
100% real when you talk to somebody and they're looking at you, even if it's their avatar looking at you, you feel now that spotlight of being actually seen and it is a different thing. And then you, you know yeah. that you're part of the environment and the person that heard you say what you said is hearing you back and you're hearing, I mean, that magical thing's happening that's interactive, like on that level where your body feels like embarrassed for other people and like you're all the way there. And so, you know, when you hear, when some, so, like I was saw an interaction where this kid made fun of this old guy that was drunk and I was in, the, in one of those VR spaces and I was so uncomfortable, I was so uncomfortable you know, and it was fine. I'm not going to just take my headset off, which is very jarring because I was in this moment with these people and thinking, oh my gosh, I got to get out of here like you do in real life. You know, <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, uh, but you're, you know, mentally you're all the way there. So it was like, you, you know, when you, when you hear a kid tell his mom, shut the fuck up or something, if you saw that in real life, it would be like, <gasps> like at a restaurant. And it's yeah. like that. But because I mean, because I mean, we're so we're in his bedroom. He's in our living room. Like it's it's a shared virtual space that all of it happens so quickly. And that's like that's like what is so interesting about virtual reality is it's 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 like Beat Saber is like the new Guitar Hero. But like in terms of like this new experience, like we're not we're, we're it's all on an automated level. But like we're man it's just you know producers look for this kind of stuff for you know reality television right you know right you know what i mean yeah and and just to 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 experience it now in this like in real life that's not like something that you can just create and be like oh i'm gonna go inside of vr just to have this yeah, that's a complete shock of an experience for, <laughs> it is. for for me. I'm not even in the game. My son is in the game. And like he says, Oh my God, my mom would beat my ass. If I said something like that to her, like I wouldn't be on the Oculus and the, the kid just kept on playing the Oculus. Like it was no big deal. Uh, my, my daughter, I just decided to ignore the situation for now and talk to my son about it later. And just like, let my daughter like process it, hear it and go back to her TV show. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's so uncomfortable and it's, but it's, um, it's kind of the way things are moving yes. where we can, it's we can be in each other's. It's probably less shocking to them than it is to you in some way. Like I said, you more, you know, um, like, but it's also sh engaging and shocking to them. Cause it really is a window into reality. Like, they're like, oh, that's what other families are like because you don't even get to see that on TV. You don't yeah. even get to see that on TV. And it happened, and it was real, and you were there. So then if you take your kid and show him reality TV, you'd be like, fake, stupid, nothing. I, I mean, yeah. I can't experience any of it, you know. Like, but, it's ran but it's weird because it's a organic. It's organic. It's like... You know what I mean? It's an organic thing that happens, but you get these windows to other people's lives. I was just, I, I go in there, I put the thing on, and it's like, I saw somebody, and this really freaked me out. And I've only put the thing on like three or four times, but um, I went into that same place where they do like concerts or Steve Aoki DJing going, and there's a lobby to it. You can go in the thing. Oh, yeah, and, venues? And, yeah, and venues. <clears throat> and, um, you know, there's just other humans are there, so you just can talk to them. And they're, 
that mm-hmm. that experience alone is just that's the whole thing for me. That's the only thing I've been able to even can't even get my mind around. But I went there the other day and a guy came up to me who had seen me there before and remembered me from some other thing when some other people were talking because he was there. That guy was there at the time that the kid was got into the thing with the drunk old man and um he was there too and then he saw me another time and said hey that's uh, i remember you from the other day and he talked to me and i was like oh like shit like i already like he already knows me and thinks things about me in here like you know you're not you're not anonymous anymore i'm not even anonymous there now like i whatever how did i act last time was i stupid like (laughs) what did i say last time you know i was already having those thoughts like oh shit this guy knows me is he popular do people know him does he what if he didn't like me (laughs) Would it matter? I don't know. You know, it's just, you're like you're like worried about your like virtual reality like status. I'm, I'm just saying that's viscerally what is going on. Yeah, like, it's just powerful. Yeah, way. so it's just really, really crazy. And it and it and it definitely out like you, TikTok is. We're enjoying TikTok because it's so informal that oh my you get God, to my see son. people be insane. Like you get to see mentally ill people. And that's some people are going to say, well, that's horrible because you just well, you want your entertainment now is other people's whatever. But that's all all the courtroom dramas and all that. And we've all our entertainment that's, from gladiators yeah. to courtroom dramas to reality TV. That's of course, that's what we're interested in, because we learn from that. Like what are other yeah. households like? Maybe it gives you superiority. Maybe not. Maybe it's just a fascinating way to learn about mental illness or people that are different than you mentally. I mean, that's fascinating stuff that if we could ever get it. It fascinates us, so I don't. I'm not judging yeah. that in any moral way, but this no, is no, a whole no. other ability to. I like, mean, to like get access to what things are actually like, in a way. So it's in a, some way. It's just I don't know. It's really, it's very well, crazy. This is like, just now getting here, and it's just completely wide open for what. It is. It is weird because my son he immediately picks up the Oculus and immediately knows how to do everything. He knows yeah. how to. Yeah. Just I mean, it's like. The, the generation, uh, his generation, just so quickly picked up iPads and figured out, you know, how to do things on iPads before, you know, his parents did. Uh, he's sitting there on TikTok. Well, I mean, probably watches TikTok for eight hours a day. I bet if, 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 I, if I looked on his, on his, you know, statistics from his, from his iPhone, he would be on TikTok almost all day long for like probably 40 hours a week. That would be my guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, the kid is always on there and he's always learning from people. And it's like, uh, kind of like what you court, courtroom dramas you're talking about, but like, remember cops, remember yeah. how popular cops was because, yeah, exactly. you know, that's what regular people, drunk are people like, or drunk people are like, or white trash is like, or whatever it is. Yeah. And it, it is entertainment, but it's like, it's not like we're entertaining ourselves because of the mental health deficiencies with somebody. It's just the circumstances that they put themselves in where we, relate in a way that we're glad yeah. we're not in their shoes yeah because we could be and we might be and maybe watching them will help me not be i mean it's not this it's not bad yeah. it really is. i mean I, the producer of cops make a bunch of money off the you know you could have that view i understand or whatever but yeah you know to engage rea- unfiltered reality when it's interesting like it's not like you ever if you say i don't really like fights well if a fist fight breaks out you don't not pay attention <laughs> Yeah, you, you watch. You know what I mean? mean you know, you, you, you're 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 driving down the road, just like turtle or what is it called? Um, turtleneck in it. Whenever rubberneck in it, because there's an accident, and you want to see what happened, just like everybody else did, you, even if you it's dead body. See. You got to know. Yeah. I mean, you got. What do you want to not? I mean, yeah, that's reality. You, you rarely do you mm-hmm. get. I mean, you see all this boring reality all the time. Here's something that's actually there's information there for you. 
There is. Yeah. And then what you do with yeah. it and how you filter it, I don't know, but I'm just saying, it does not surprise me that with a platform like TikTok, as far as the, like, it's like the most dense information on earth right now. So people yeah. say it's this funny thing where people dance or people, girls get on there and do the, dancing or something. But it's also the most dense information delivery system <laughs> on the planet. So it's did kind you, of not surprising that people. Did you watch the video that Toby just sent to uh, to the uh, Facebook group? Uh, what it was, was like it? about uh, Canada and like the, the the 49th parallel line and how most Canadians live. <laughs> like it's like it's just like, like this a, a part of information, something that I had no knowledge beforehand and didn't need to know. But I sat there and watched this guy talk about Canada and how most people in Canada are more Southern than most people in America. Like, and you know, there's the Northern line and it's just like, I don't give a fuck about this, but I just sat there and watched, you know, however long this video was. Why? Why? What do you, what? do you know the answer? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't, but there it's is, weird, but right? you know, there is a reason though, right? Did I watch it? Yeah. I mean, it got oh, cause, like, cause, I mean, it got you. I'm not saying I know it either. I'm saying it's yeah. not random. Like, that no. the amount of information density and its presentation was so, it's the opposite effect of a boring teacher right like you know when somebody <laughs> talks to you sometimes and by their fourth word your brain will not let you listen to this stupid person anymore and so you, even though you want to pay it's not that they're stupid and that's a mean way to say it but it's almost just like you can't I don't take in information that I know is full of holes or I don't need. Mm -hmm. Like if you're giving me directions or something, but I'm just going to use my map. I, I wish I could pay attention. I'm going to have to pretend like I'm paying attention, but I, this information is not good for me. I'm not putting this in. This is low quality information. Whatever's coming at me, I can't listen to it. On yeah. The, and that's what this Charlie Brown want, want, want teacher sounds like or whatever. It's just, ir it feels yeah. irrelevant and you can't pay attention. On, on the other side, this person is giving you information that you don't even think you care about and you actually don't care about. Yet, the quality of the density of information and its presentation is so good that you're willing to take even information you're not even interested in because it's actually so well done. It's, it's it so is. dense. It's, it's so, you know, distilled to what, holy shit. You know, working in media, trying to figure out how to keep an audience somewhere. And like our platforms are Facebook and Instagram, uh, Twitter, you know, we're looking for shares on, on Facebook uh, and we're looking for retweets on Twitter. You know, like that's what we're looking to do. But if the information isn't delivered quickly and, and aggressively, but also like in like interesting, mm -hmm. like, our audience is gone. Like, um, like they could care less that, you know, this person just competed at a strongman competition and she, uh, finished second place overall. What are you like, promoting in this case? Uh, for example, this, uh, this woman, she, she's a, a captain and, uh, she, uh, she went to a strongman competition. I got to kind of speak a little, um, uh, censored because I can't like officially talk about my job. Okay. You know, but like for the sake of the podcast, because um, I don't want to be like an endorsement. You yeah. know what I mean? Sure. So, um, so like this, this woman, she went to go comp compete at a strongman competition and I produced like a six minute video. And um, uh, with that six minute video, 
you know, I had to hook my audience. And we got quite a few plays and quite a few shares. I think we reached around 22,000 people on Facebook. And that's pretty decent because we only have 60,000 followers. But, like, the information, if it, if it wasn't crisp and clean from the beginning, people are just going to keep scrolling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and like, the, we use, like, the most expensive cameras, the most ex- expensive equipment. But like our iPhones are doing the same thing. Um, y'all's, y'all's production um, of uh, I'm Only a Man and uh, no, and uh, The Week's End, like uh, your interview you, that you had with the, the, was it Zach and another guy? Life and Zach, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I think that, that is really interesting and cool that y'all were able to do that and to come together and do it for two more recordings so far. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's a super quick way into showing that like, you don't need you. I mean, they could have used 12 iPhones and I bet the production would have been just fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but anyways, all that to say like technology is changing so fast and what's the point in keeping up with technology because like my iPhone 10, like it's time to replace it, but I don't want to because it's paid off. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, the, you know, the, the we in every area, it we're in the middle of a real transition that is mo- going. That is, you're right when you say, y- why keep up with technology? It's, it's that's close. That's closer to the right attitude. You know, like a. I know everything about recording studios and can run SSL console automation where you, all the faders move on that big thing that people put pictures of up that, you know, look makes a recording studio look like a spaceship. I know how to do all that stuff. Ain't never going to do it again. Useless. And there's a very small amount of people that ha- have ever had access and know how to do that. And it doesn't even, it doesn't even exist, <laughs> you know, but I just absorb, you know, and there's people that are in that mentality that are just you know what the dinosaur mentality of that is of people that are you know still try to hang on to this or that and they don't understand what billy eilish can do with a laptop or something what phineas can do really but you know in that case and it's oh, like, yeah. well but they actually are the ones that are creating the experiences that they're they're the ones who are not thinking about the equipment or the industry or the way it's done. They're only thinking about the experience that they deliver to the end user and what is the best way and what layers can they play with. And if you can eliminate technology to be more agile in order to do that, well, that seems good. So it's almost pays to not be concerned with technology in the technical production field, in a sense. Like You have to have that mindset to not be, because it's changing so fast and there's so much, there is no good approach of keep up, like on air, know everything about all the gear. It's almost to take a Zen-like approach from the top down and and be able to be agnostic about what you might how it might look to achieve a result that you're seeking to achieve. You know, you know what I mean. And, and you have to also be good with automation now. I mean, you have to be good with okay. If the camera says this is the settings, then this is where we're going to go with. Mm-hmm. The camera is smarter than me yeah, or have to think that the, way. The, the speakers are smarter than me or the way the audio is configured, whatever it is, the program is, is smarter than me. And you just have to kind of accept that you don't have full control anymore. You know, I, I love on my camera for work. I can control the ISO, the white balance, the shutter speed, um, the aperture. I can, I can control all of that. But like at, at 
my point of uh, being happy about my final product, allowing it to be automated, like that's something that like letting go of control that's that's something that we all kind of have are going to have to do. Like, yeah, yeah, you go from what you said something a second ago, uh it's like what uh it's like giving up control or something you don't have to but you can't do it all, but it, it's like almost you flip it around where you have to be comfortable in the mindset of, well, if everything was done, do I have anything? Is there anything if I didn't have to do anything that I still have to add? Do I have it is is there a need for me here? What is it? Like, instead of saying, but I'm the one that knows how to run the camera, or I'm the one that knows right. how to set, Well, if you drop all that, why do you need to be here? Right. That's a different question than can I do everything? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a scary <laughs> place to be. It's like, well, can I just bring myself here? Do I belong here? Do I have anything to vision? Like, do I have a vision for how this should go? If it was everything was achievable technologically, then it just looks back at me. It's like, what are we supposed to try to do? That's the, actually the question that you have to, you have to be there, and then it's like figure out the equipment and achieve it or whatever. It's kind of like a, uh, it's like who's the better manager at this point? Like who can manage the expectations of this scenario to to accomplish the goal, whatever yeah. that goal is going to be. Yeah, and I think it's a vision related thing. Like as individuals, like what is the thing you're trying to keep them immersed in for the six minute video or something? It's like that feeling right. of, of whether it's a TikTok video or a six minute thing or a 90 minute film. It's like once a person ex- gives you the attention, can you, for what they've signed up for, can you hold it without bumping them from that feeling of immersion? Like once yeah. you feel cohesive, like you've, like you go to movie theater, you've given them your focus basically like sometimes you, you, can't, you, you don't even you, pay attention you bought the movie, ticket yeah you bought the yeah. ticket it's dark you're sitting in this you know so you yeah. okay you're tuned up to give somebody nine minutes but they can still this is dumb that's dumb eventually you're checking your phone still mm-hmm. you know so you sometimes. have to be able to hold it the attention whatever whatever the ask is kind of thing so that's really the what it boils down to more than just all short all tiktok tiktok is like really crazy for that really short you know, thing where you had to deliver right on, but it's like the all the different layers of what their attention is, is they're going to give you, and it, what you deliver. It's always like a bid. You know, you have to ask and then deliver. It's always an ask and a mm-hmm. deliver. Like, and you just had to have a good grip on the what is the ask, and then can I deliver without too many bumps? That's the way I see the whole thing. So, getting that to happen, then technology comes in second. You know. Yeah, <laughs> it's a uh, uh, it. Well, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to y'all's. What is that? August 18th. Y'all's uh, the 12th. Yeah. Or the 12th. Which one? Which one's coming out next? Is it the the question is coming out first? Um, and the question now, it and may then be out by now by the time this airs, and then then we have our new album is rub some dirt on it, which is like I don't know what its air date is, but I think it goes on sale. Whenever this comes out, it'll already be on sale, I imagine. But I don't know its exact uh, release date and airing. Oh, and I I have to mention the. I man, I'm. I do not understand the, y'all's crypto at all. Your digital, <laughs> your walls. Because I mean, you commented on my post in Emeryland, but still, I don't understand. Like, I don't, I don't get it. How does it go up and down so frequently? And like, how in the world do people make a living off of playing this game, like on the stock market? 
Like, what is that? Is, and this is just another emerging technology that's evolving. Mm, yeah, still, I'm in the same. I'm in the absorption phase of that. Um, you know, I understand financial stuff and markets in a way. You know, I have a, I have an intuition for some of that stuff. But uh, crypto, I just have very little experience with and haven't put in. Uh, you know, it's it's become a VR and crypto are things that I'm um, passively kind of absorb. I'm not trying to really do them, but just have them around to they're in the yeah. experimental absorption phase for me. So it's not there's no goal or real intent with it other than to be be there, have some of that, you know, be playing with it. So I have that attitude about it. So we just are playing with it to see how, how this just to get the education and try to, you know make it work and see what that you know just be in that stimulating realm to see um i'm starting to understand it a little bit but it's you know it versus just typical mar- you know because there's day trading and all that like that the idea of being a day trader or a market person that's a whole nother thing but how the crypto specifically works is starting to become clearer to me um but the fluctuations in price for us um they happen when somebody sells or buys large amounts. So are this so such a small, you know, currency like relative. It's not that big. So if somebody buys five thousand dollars worth, it change. It's going to change the price right away. Like it, that that gets reflected in everybody's price. So if somebody sells a bunch to go to move to some other creator coin, then all, all the rest of ours goes down. So it's like that, those volumes, you know, basically. And so I started to develop intuition for what amounts do what and what ways and kind of stuff yeah. like that. So. And then things out there that are scams is they do pumps and dumps and stuff. Like they, that's, that ultimately could be manipulated by, coordinate. you know, like when they say there's coordinated stuff in the stock market and the, you get in trouble for that. There's, no, there's less regulation in crypto. So I, I think what I'm observing is probably on the bigger scales, like when you all the people on Twitter and stuff, they're always talking about it because they're in the middle of semi-coordinated things where they're trying to get an edge by moving it just a small amount. By, but they, they hmm. think if them and all their buddies can make one public messaging thing happen, you know, if you can get a narrative going, then you can be pretty sure your bet for the next few days is going to be up or down, depending on the narrative you're supporting. If it, you know, so there's some of that, like in a way that you, you, in the old stock market and stuff, you, if you have inside information about what's going on or coordinated stuff, you get in trouble or whatever. There's less trouble over here. So, um, you know, that's the kind of what I'm observing as to how what I think is so dynamic or attractive about it to some people. Yeah, uh, it's well. I want to I want to be in the um, in the in the room when they decide that we're going to be like the Ready Player One status of VR. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to I want to figure out who to give my money to, like, so it can duplicate you know, a crazy amount of time because that's, you know, eventually where we will be, where we're fully immersed. Uh, and like, we actually do move, move around on treadmills or whatnot. Like, I think it all, you know, you, you all want to be in, I think anyone wants to invest early on into a product so that it does blow up like that. And then because you invested early enough, you were, you know, smart and wise, like, I feel like I'm already too late to the train with uh, investing in Oculus. I think it's it's awesome. It's cool, but I don't I don't think that like just the headset itself. It's too late. So now it's like the next yeah, thing with, right the, about with that. the headset. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's not like, you, you know, people or, but anytime there's a new industry, people try to invest in something. It's all, it's, you know, there's a ton of cannabis companies. Everybody goes, you got to invest in cannabis now. And, and, and it is true that in X amount of years, and that's already happened, that the cannabis related companies are some of the ones that went from, you know, the newcomers that are huge now, but only the five that dominated compared to the 500 at the time. So you could have known to get into cannabis, but it's still unlikely that the, which one's going to be the dominant in, later on or you know so it's even if you identify a space yeah. there's no really you know in markets that are well uh what do they say that don't have a lot of friction that are that are open and free and people the information is good healthy efficient markets um you know there's a there's no advantage to get there's there's very almost no advantage you can get that's all priced in like anything you can know is well known throughout the system so yeah. that kind of takes the pre- – there's no geniuses. Like there's hedge funds and there's people moving the markets and the people with the world-class computers and the most brilliant people, and they get tiny edges. So I don't think it's like – you know what I mean? You just – what you're investing in, what you're not late to is the knowledge of the terrain and the territory, like the overall – you know, you're early to Oculus, maybe not the stock yeah. or what financially, but that's – you're never gonna be able to I mean, wear financially. I mean, who's I, I enjoy I enjoy being in the virtual world, but like I can't spend a whole lot of time in there um, because it just feels so. I don't know. It's like still not something I wrap my mind around. Mm-hmm. Like being in there a long time, it mm-hmm. it messes with my. I don't know if it's my vertebrae or not vertebrae vertigo. Yeah, you know, it just, I can't handle I, that long either. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in for like an hour and a half, two hours, oh, and I'm I can't out. Do two um, hours. Does people do more than two hours? I can't imagine that. I would think two hours is like <laughs> I can do. I've done 45 minutes. I take that thing off, and it's got a ring around my face, and yeah, you know, I feel like I got home from a out of an Uber going somewhere. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, but Bridget's yeah. like, "Where have you been?" I was like, "I was at a Snoop Dogg concert," <laughs> and she's like, "What?" And I was like, "But in VR." But she, you know, I walked in the room. She yeah. felt, felt like I was because I was just walk. I came in with the energy of what I, the experience I was having. You know. <laughs> yeah, and it's the same same thing I noticed with my son when he would get off of it too. He he would have to do some sort of like uh, reintegration into my my house. Mm-hmm. You know, like my apartment. It's like. I know I was just playing tag with a bunch of kids online, but, you know, he was playing tag for, you know, two, three hours, four hours. I mean, he killed a battery on my Oculus probably every day this summer that he played. He played it more than the Switch. He played it more than his PS4. Played it more than my, my PC, and he's my computer. And putting eight hours on TikTok. And, yeah, and he's on TikTok <laughs> nonstop. Like, I don't uh, – I don't – I don't know how school is still a thing oh, for be, kids. I don't either. I don't see. I mean, I mean, if it was digital and hyper engaging, I could see how it would be a thing for kids. Yeah, but, but uh, I mean, you know, if it's physical, he, that that can be the fact that they, you know, it's weird because it won't be the best place for information, but it might be the best place for physical engagement. It's almost like recess. Like in my opinion, it should be all recess and no information. School. That's that'd be mm-hmm. my opinion. Like just social social yeah. situations. Yeah, that'd be I, my want, I want to I want him to learn how to you know handle uh, an asshole or how to handle a a pretty girl that he has a crush on or whatever. Yeah. You yes. know, like yeah, four and hours of unsupervised stuff. play with 
and then pick them up would be <laughs> ideal for me. But you know, unsupervised play, but moderated as you know, safety, but getting the group dynamics going. Yeah. And just whatever happens, happens. You know, keep that under control, but not, uh, not, not uh, supervisor led. Not, not, you know. I wonder if there's a school that is like that. It's like not a is. daycare. Well, there's a lot of things in between. There's a bunch of there's lots of there's lots of alternative type learning environments that that probably kind of spawn yeah. that. Um, but you know, they're they're small and they're not like nothing at scale or implementable on a large level. I don't think. So, but anyway, that's the physical part, and then the other part. I, I think I hope kids will. I hope parents won't freak out that their kids are spending so much time with digital devices because it seems wrong to deprive them of dense information acquisition because that's kind of the you know point of everything like learning and growing and stuff so you know you want to guide it you want to be healthy with it but the fact that it comes through something called oculus or tiktok i hope that doesn't that's not so bad <laughs> you know like what and it could be good or bad content whatever that's a, that's a different question but you know what i mean like restricting information from the, somebody trying to get information is 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 something to think about so I, I think probably people feel embarrassed when they say my kid does this eight hours or whatever but i don't know if they should feel bad necessarily about that no i feel like it's a it's kind of like a, a win and a loss at the at the same time because i've lost his attention on you know like marvel movies uh, uh we watched you know all of loki the tv show and we watched all of the um falcon and winter soldier and uh the one division we watched all those it was a lot of fun and everything but, like, he's not interested in keeping up with that unless I'm like, hey, buddy, we're going to watch this now. He wants to, he wants to know what, what is going on on TikTok, and he wants to know what the next cool thing is, like what he needs to be learning, you know, the dance, whatever the, whatever <laughs> the new dance is, uh, you know, different, different things like that. Uh, and while my, while my daughter just wants to color in books, she wants to, she wants to play with her Barbies and, uh, she wants to play with my GI Joes and have them all have a massive party, you know, like it's, it's weird how five and 13 are so different, mm -hmm. but you know, eventually that five, she's going to be exactly where he is, but it's going to be something different. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe it's TikTok still, but more than likely it's going to be something else. It'll be something different, but her interests will be different and she'll be into different things for different reasons, but it'll be, might be coming through a similar technology or something. But, you know, like each kid is going to be able to get a much more customized set of information to acquire that's probably better suited for them. But their guidance and their interaction with the whole social world is that's more of a project for the environmental design of the parent, you know. But the yeah. information is theirs to go get. In, in life it's, there's no way around that yeah no um yeah you're right um yeah technology how about that man? <laughs> that was be wild that's that was a good that was a good little combo yeah i love it I'm, I'm, I'm i thought that was very fascinating so thank you for for checking in we'll do it again sometime yeah dude and sorry again about that thing I sent. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell the folks at home what it was? That was really no, <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Oh, I can't do that. Uh, God, wrong window right, text. Well, Put it that way. Yeah, wrong window text. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. All right, I'm gonna get out of here. I gotta get back to work. <laughs>